Ultra. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we're preparing to annihilate Minute 39, which begins with Greg's decapitated head blinking at Gary and ends with the other youths entering the bathroom. Yes, indeed, it does. Mm-hmm. What a minute. Yep. Calm before <laughs> the storm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, it's almost like the uh, the gathering of the clouds. Uh-huh. I love how his little headphones didn't didn't move or come off. It really he really is like an action figure. Yeah, I mean I think the headphones don't move because they're not real. Like he doesn't actually listen to anything on them, you know? Yeah. Like they're just like attached to his neck. That's just part of his yeah. <laughs> it just that further was... it further kind of goes to show that like they're not real. Yeah, yeah, that it's that it, it is all just like uh it's 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 they're, they're like more they're more blanky than the other blanks because they're not based on anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like uh it's like how when you go into animation or when you look at if you were to like press pause on like a crowd of people in animation, it's like the principal characters will have like design, but then if you kind of look at every other person in Springfield or what have you, they're kind of more just like vague mm-hmm. outlines. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, for man. sure. Uh, um is this a this is a uh, a, a practical effect with some CG augmentation, right? This uh, head, Greg's head. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look fully practical. It looks like, um, yeah, it looks like it might. It might have like, like not a CG face, but it looks like they they sort of like threw his real face onto it in post. Yeah, like it looks like it, it it's a really great. I mean, it's my favorite. My favorite stuff is when they blend the two. Because yeah. Yeah, it is the 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 human eye to me registers that that is a physical head mm-hmm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. And not like a CG fully CG creation, but yeah, but augmented, enhanced digitally with like maybe the eye flicking or or digitally mapping and putting the face of the stunt performer onto the practical, like, you know, head that was made in a shop by special effects people. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so great. It, and I think it's, I think it's the reason why for a while, so many people were hungry to get this guy Edgar Wright on a star Wars or on a Marvel movie, because mm-hmm. I mean, like it, it, you, you, the reality never breaks when you see Gary cradling, the body it doesn't look bad it looks it looks like he's cradling a real physical body yeah yeah i i love how he is um sort of having a panic attack (laughs) yeah because the his brain is like i just killed someone but i don't (laughs) i mean that's enough right like that just that yeah i just killed someone but his head came off (laughs) yes that's true but (laughs) <laughs> not normally <laughs> not in a way that makes any sense because this is not what i thought murder would feel like 
somehow I am even more surprised than I thought I would be. <laughs> oh man. Um, with murder. I I love Andy in this scene. <laughs> it's um, so great. Yeah. He just he comes barreling into this bathroom. I'm gonna ready kill him. to conf- ready to confront Gary. And he will not he doesn't like it, the most insane thing is happening in front of him. <laughs> and he is he is refusing to acknowledge it in any way, shape, or form. Whereas the rest of the musketeers are entering and they're like, What 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 are you doing? What's going on? What yes. is this? Steven Steven's reaction is great because he's like, Whoa, 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 you know, like Yeah, he's like, What what are you doing? And then and Oliver being like, Is that real? Is that real? <laughs> Oh, and they're kind of like going like Andy, dude. Like, look at what's in front of you, man. And he's yeah. so in the zone. And I can I can really relate to Andy because like I've had those moments where I'm like, this is look, man. This has been on my chest for a long time, and I got to get this out there. Or like I'm 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 not gonna you know like adrenaline, right? You know, and you're and like you're gonna hear my piece, dude. You know, it's like you have to wonder is he like ignoring. Or is he just so in the zone that he he isn't it isn't registering to him that there's a decapitated head right in front of him? I don't think it's registering. I think he's that angry. Yeah. I, I think I think I I really like Stevens is definitely my favorite reaction, but underrated reaction is Peter's, which he doesn't say anything. He just stares like he just stares at Gary and then just sort of looks down at the hmm. head and back at Gary. <laughs> like <laughs> like what? What hmm. what is happening? What, what happened here? Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Um, and it's I, uh, it's it's really starting to hit me how great it is that we have we've had thirty nine minutes with these characters, just allowing them to exist and bounce off each other, and you get thirty nine minutes to sort of stew and kind of get like their relationship with each other and their relationship as a group, and then. Here come the robots. Yeah. 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 This is um it's really interesting because this is this is essentially uh Edgar Wright's blank check movie, right? I mean you could you could argue that yeah. Baby Driver is the blank check movie. Yeah, but Baby Driver to me is a much easier sell than this movie. Right. And it gets to the point right away. Like oh god in seconds yeah 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 within seconds you're like okay I know what kind of movie I'm watching whereas the world's end is such a yeah we're gonna we're gonna take the first forty minutes of this is is just going it's not even gonna feel like what the rest of the movie is like exactly because you can you can almost imagine the studio notes of like and I'm not I'm not assuming that this happened but the kind of like okay but Edgar can we cut back and forth can we cut to to give the audience a hint that something's amiss in the town like no we're going to stay on these actors and these characters for 40 minutes yeah yeah and and the blank check isn't even you know in regards to the budget cuz it, it's not like this is this is like a hugely expensive movie no. um it's i think it's the most expensive of the cornetto trilogy but it's not hugely expensive i think it was like if I remember correctly, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was around no, 40, yeah, but like something yeah, like that. And, and, and for, for the listeners, the blank check that we're referring to is the the idea of 
there, there's a podcast called the Blank Check Podcast that Scott Scott has listened to way more than me. But the the, the hypothesis is that when a director reaches a certain amount of status and success, they are given a blank check movie where it's like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have permission to make some weird shit. Um, and, and, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but it's always interesting mm-hmm. uh, to see about it. Right. It's like, it's like, um, you know, <laughs> the, ma- the, the matrix sequels were a blank check. Um, right. And then f- off of that, they got Speed Racer, which was also a blank check. And that movie's weird. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. but it's a weird. Speed Racer, um, you can almost imagine being like. Because to me, also Bill idea, Pope. Also Bill Pope. Hell yeah. The idea that Speed Racer is. Speed Racer has the comfort or the, the, the safety net of it's based on a beloved iconic cartoon. Right. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, that, those trailers look weird, but everyone sure. knows the theme song. Everyone knows the Mach 5. So cool. But like right. the Matrix and Jupiter Ascending are like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, what do you Right, right, that? right, right. Um, but this is this is less a blank check in terms of money as it mm-hmm. is just like we're not going to get in your way. It's like a creative blank check. Yeah, yeah. Like this kind of mo- this kind of structure doesn't happen very often. No. Where the movie is allowed to live in its skin for so so long and so comfortably. Again, forty minutes before the 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 the, the, the I you know the quote good stuff starts happening. Right. And that we're not even going to really market that stuff because like none of the fights were in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was yeah, because no like the the biggest the biggest comparison I can think of in terms of like a creative blank check versus a financial one, right? So mm-hmm. it's like Inception is a financial blank check. That's yeah. that's Warner Brothers being like, do whatever you want. We don't care how expensive it is. Make whatever you want as long as you come back and do another Batman movie on the other side, mm-hmm. right? And it just yeah. so happened that Inception was also a big hit, so it worked out. Um, but but uh, creative blank check. The only thing other one that I can think of is like uh, uh, the the Sam Raimi movie. Um, drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. Right. Yeah. Drag me to hell is the only other like sort of creative blank check I can think of, and I don't even know if that qualifies because isn't it PG thirteen? It's PG thirteen, and it was also like yeah. So it was supposed to be like a a, a teen horror get them on the first weekend movie. Right. Like oh all right. all the teens will come and see the new the hot new fun horror horror movie get in get out and right that ended up right. not happening unfortunately I think the movie like really underperformed yeah yeah which um, is baffling to me <laughs> um, it's not to me people have issues with horror and comedy for some reason um, yeah yeah they they uh, people have issues with that it's about expectations it's like it's it's why people so many people call Cabin in the Woods dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you went in thinking it was a horror movie and you got a comedy and you were baffled by that. And it's like you didn't go in with the right mindset, you know? And so, right. so yeah. then so then you're like, oh, this is a bad horror movie. It's like, oh, wait, it's not a horror movie. It's a comedy. <laughs> like, Man, I love Alison Lohman in that movie, but I always I'm, I, I, I would love to visit the alternate universe where uh, schedules worked out differently. And Ellen Page got to be in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially considering like Loman just like stopped acting after that movie. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Yeah. Um Yeah, so anyway, but yeah, the the this is definitely a a sort of creative blank check movie because um I guess the other comparison maybe is um uh 
uh, uh, Wes you know, Anderson has gotten you know, a few funny, of those. Definitely. I think funny people to me is kind of a creative blank check in that, that yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, cause like, the movie always zags where it would zig, where it's like he has cancer, but it's not going to be a feel-good, inspirational movie. Yeah, but it is, but not in the way that you that you think it's going to be, and it's also going to be like really long. <laughs> right. God, that movie's long. Um, <laughs> it's so long. It's it's like yeah, it's like, I think it's almost like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, it is. I love, I love um, people. I've been watching it. But yeah, it's it's fascinating that we got to spend so much time with those characters before this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think for a lot of people, it's I mean, if you if you look at you know Shaun of the Dead, I think the zombies show up within the first what twenty five minutes, twenty minutes, yeah. twenty five. I mean, minutes? that movie's not even two hours long. No, yeah, I think it's I think it's something like twenty minutes if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Hot Fuzz you get to the point in hot fuzz within 10 minutes. Like <laughs> he's in, he's in Sanford within like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then, and, and, we, and we talked about this already, but hot fuzz is it's humor is much more of the, like it's sort of the closest that Edgar Wright has gotten or, you know, Wright and Peg have gotten to like the Zucker brothers or Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. And that the humor is really like, in the best greatest way possible but very broad and very big whereas the humor in this movie is much more subtle and like turns of phrases and like wordplay mm-hmm. right like, people are throwing file filing cabinets and hot fucks <laughs> trash bins fuck um, off uh yeah it's uh it, yeah i don't know it's it's crazy this is it's such a fascinating movie to exist yeah, I don't think it could have happened in America. Yeah, probably not. Um, I also, <laughs> I also really like that this scene is is sort of like uh, a cautionary tale because it's like the boy who cried wolf. Like he was constantly <laughs> changing the subject all the time, and now when he really does need to change the subject, definitely, yeah, and he can't. <laughs> yeah, like if anyone else, if Stephen or Oman or Peter were found cradling a decapitated oh god imagine if it was peter oh i didn't mean to (laughs) (laughs) oh god i can't wait to see peter fight yeah i don't know that he ever like really does but he brawls Um, down no not until not until like he dies essentially he would be the uh he, he would be the cleric yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he always he always runs away from the fight. Um, yeah, as we'll see later in the week. Um, I'm I'm going to assume that the headless body is also Greg, the stunt performer. Yeah, probably with like some kind of green screen wrap around yeah. his head, and that's something. really really good physical acting. Yeah, of his body, just like again, like very robotic, very mechanical. Of like just kind of, it almost looks like you can almost see the Tom Holland dancer energy. Because he's mm-hmm. kind of doing some pop and locking. Oh yeah, for sure. It's really good. I I I I really love all of that. Like of him just getting sort of situated. Because what I like about it too is he is he's getting it, the body is getting situated, but it's also it's like because there's no head. It's like you're trying to figure out like what would it be like to to stand up without a head. 
right? You can't yeah, see yeah. what you're doing, so you kind of have to feel out where you are and what's happening. And it would be disorienting because you can see, but you're seeing like from a third party because your head is on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, that kind of – it's just taking that moment to – orient yourself and ask these simple physical questions that is the difference between this movie and like your other movies with special effects and big sci-fi concepts that somehow seem distant and the audience can't really tether themselves to it because it doesn't ask those questions or right. take the time to like okay well how would this how would this being stand back up right right <laughs> the headphones don't move and then uh, <laughs> the headphones don't move. Um, wait, do they all have headphones? No. Okay. In fact, I don't think any of them. They all have some. It is it is October, but they're all wearing layers. They're all God. That second kid is tiny. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they're all wearing hoodies. They all have hoods. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been an Edgar Wright teenager in a movie that hasn't been wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. Um, yeah, I, I also like I. So we get Oliver saying "WTF" again, um, really, really pushing into the reveal of the WTF joke at the end of the sequence. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I like after he says that and they hear the doors open, they all like turn in shock, as if to say, like the, their shock isn't like, oh no, there's more of them coming. It's more of just like, oh no, someone's gonna catch us. <laughs> right. gonna see like, this. We don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in a way, actually, them coming in, it being more of them is probably a relief, honestly. Because right, it's like, yeah, yeah. As opposed to like, well, what's going on here? Yeah, how how am I gonna explain this? <laughs> what's all this then? Oh man, can you imagine? <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, three of them are wearing vests, like vest, vest with hoods, hooded vests. Oh, yeah. Underrated the hood with the vest. Yeah. I'm uh, actually surprised uh, Baby never wore a hoodie. That's not uh, – hoodies weren't uh, – they're not 1950s enough for Baby. Yeah. Baby Baby has to look like a, like a 1950s uh, greaser. God, his fucking name is Baby. Yeah. It's I don't know it's a like I don't know I almost feel like Baby has kind of taken a new life in the past couple of years online, mm-hmm. like, kind of like I'm Baby or that's Baby. So just I'm, I'm just picturing just like B A B Y Baby. Yeah, very serious. Like all right, so Baby, when you when you're going into the scene, you know, so so okay, so when you're talking <laughs> to Baby, <laughs> now remember, John, Baby oh, has man. ringing in his ears. He has tinnitus, Baby. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting too in the sequel if it ever gets made. Uh yeah. the 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 fact that like now we know his name is Miles. So Right. Are we gonna keep calling him baby? <laughs> or or is it now gonna be uh is like the sequel gonna be called like Miles Driver? Miles Driver. <laughs> yeah. Miles away. Miles away. Cause it's it's interesting because like uh I'm trying to think of an I'm I'm sure that's happened before. Where a character goes by an alias and then is revealed what their real name is, but we keep calling them by the alias. I just can't think of any examples off the top of my head. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's 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 the Matrix, of course. Um, of course. You know, <laughs> Keanu Reeves' character named uh, Matrix Anderson. Anderson. Um, <laughs> My name is Matrix Anderson. <laughs> and even though we later learn that his name is John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's still called Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revisited. I find so we've come to it at last. Matrix Revolutions, Anderson. <laughs> oh yeah, Matrix Revolutions. I like the Matrix Revisited. What was what was that one? Was that the document with the Daco? I think so. Yeah. yeah, they there are so many of those. Yeah, they um, just the, really. Like, yeah, they locked on the letter R. What was the Matrix? Um, the anime was called Animatrix. The Animatrix, and, and the video game was called Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix, right? <laughs> Enter the Matrix. Andrew the Matrix. <laughs> Man, I remember peeing. I was I was too I was I wasn't like this was before like I was reading like IGN and shit. So like I didn't know the I didn't know Enter the Matrix was a bad game until I heard other people because I was all about that game. I love that game. Well then it wasn't a bad game, was it? No. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is if you liked it, it's not a bad game. Yeah. And games are weird too because when I was young, you just took. I didn't. I didn't really know what bad game mechanics were yet. Well, yeah the 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 idea of bad game mechanics, bad, the the idea of bad ma- game mechanics doesn't actually make any sense because what the reviewer is saying is that I couldn't get the hang of this, so therefore they're bad. Whereas right. when I was a kid and just playing games, I would just be like, okay, there's a learning curve. And okay. then you'd learn it, and then you'd get used to it, and then you would play the game, and it would everything would be fine. So how are the game mechanics bad? Yeah, like, be like, oh, this is how I make the character do what I want. The mechanics of the of the play of like, okay, this is how this character jumps and tackles and shoots, and this yeah. is what the physics of the game are. So I need to orient myself to make the character do what I want it to do in the way yeah. that the game will work. Yeah, no. The problem is that um, uh, game video game critics uh, they don't want there to be a learning curve because they don't have time for one because <laughs> right. they have to review all these games. God damn um, it! So, so if they don't get it right away, oh well, it's bad game mechanics. No, yeah. it's just there's a learning curve and you have to take the time to learn it, and you don't have the time, so you're gonna dismiss it as bad. But really, uh, you just didn't pick up on it that quickly. Yeah, I don't know, and it's also. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't play enough games to really like. Like like Kingdom Hearts three. I had a, I had a grand old time playing that game. I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you you were there. Yeah, I bought I bought it, and then I didn't. I didn't really play it. You just played it. <laughs> you kind of bought it for me in a way. Yeah, I kind of did. Well, Nick will enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I I play I I played the opening, and I was like, mm, this is a lot for me. I'm not into this. <laughs> And but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it until uh, Nick finishes it, and then I'll I'll sell it. And then I did. I yeah. I, I, I beat it. I don't, I don't think yeah. I I don't think I caught all the little trinkets and toys, but I definitely beat the the narrative. Yeah, I mean that's all that really matters. I'm surprised. Um, you know, if this movie had like made a hundred million, if this had gotten like like Baby Driver money, it would have been cool yeah. to uh, see like a like a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style like brawler. Oh yeah, like the like the Scott Pilgrim game. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that would have been so awesome. Uh, a World's End uh, like arcade game. Because it's so perfect because you would just go pub by pub. 
Yeah, you just go each each level would be one of the pubs, and you would get to it'd be one of those um, uh, it would be one of those uh, arcade cabinets with like five you know sections on it, and you get to pick a character. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would and then be you awesome. get like chip tune covers of all the all all the needle drops. Ah, oh, God, that would be good. That'd be really good. Yeah. Oh, I want to play that right now. Can that exist? Can someone make that? I I think we would. I think if if we don't know one well, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that's probably true. <laughs> that's more than fair. I think. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Well. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's all we got for this minute. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Go check out the other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. Uh, lots of other ones. Go check out the live read uh, of Nick and I's original screenplay that we yeah. did on YouTube. We've gotten some really great feedback from it so far. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. You can find that at YouTube.com slash DuelingGenre. And uh, you can check out all of our other podcasts. Uh, Geek by Night is uh, r- sort of uh, being re-released in a, in a new format uh, the first season's being re-released in in as we sort of uh, count down to the release of season two this fall. So uh, be on the look for that. If you haven't checked out Geek by Night, uh, give it a shot. It's uh, it's I I think it's a good show. Um yeah yeah it's been re- you know revisiting all of it week by week and listening to it. I'm 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 like oh wow we really did a cool thing. Everyone really yeah. came together on this. Yeah. Do you like the new edit? I do. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of fun because, like you know, our, our listeners now we have broken down each story into like four parts. So like the Fandom Menace Part One, the Fandom Menace Part Two, and yeah. now the the episodes, as opposed to being like an hour, are now like twenty two, twenty four minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and no, I think it's been, no ads with no ads, and I think it's been really fun and really digestible. So. um you know, if you're in the mood for an audio series with like characters and plot and stuff, uh, I would I would recommend it. I think our cast is really really good down the line. You know, even the the bit players that we've gotten are really knocking it out of the park. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, me too. So uh, so check that out. It comes out every uh, Sunday and Wednesday. There's a, an episode That's drops. What it is. Yeah, so check that out. That is Geek by Night. You can find that at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back back tomorrow uh, to annihilate minute 40. But in the meantime, let's boogie.